Hey, welcome back to another episode of Books and Brooms, the official HMS Harmony podcast. As always, uh, I'm your host, the Above Average Joe, and I've got Lauren with me again. Say hi. Hi, everyone. I'm Lauren. I'm the resident snarky Brit, just in case you can't tell from the accent. Wait, you're British? I know. It's so uh, difficult to tell, isn't it? I, you know, I wouldn't have known that without you pointing it out, I'd have been comp- completely lost. Okay, so today, Lauren and I are going to be discussing song fix, and not just song fix, but also kind of a sort of soundtrack for Harry and Hermione. (laughs) So it's going to be a lot of us going through our Spotify playlists and talking about music. So let's uh, let's go ahead and dive in. (laughs) To be fair, I was just looking through my Spotify just as I, just as we were setting up there, and I've actually found one by a guy called Tom O'Dell. Uh, who's a British singer-songwriter that I don't know if he's made it over to the States yet, um, but he's got a song called Grow Old With Me um, that I think would actually fit Harry and Hermione really well. Um, just, I don't know, it just fits them. I don't know how to explain it any better than that, which is obviously a terrible way to start off this episode, but, you know. So, yeah, just the idea of them growing old together. As they said, but actually, they have those part one or two when they're in the Forest of Dean, saying they could be there forever. So, oh yeah, good parallel. Just saying, just saying, grow old with me. See, I've been. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, you go ahead. I was thinking. I've just found a couple that I think would apply to Harry on his own, but we'll come to those in a minute. Uh, I have been kind of favoring uh, more instrumental and more covers uh, of stuff recently. I found, um, it's a group called uh, the Brooklyn Duo. It's a husband and wife. They play piano and cello covers. And they have a cover of of Love Me Like You Do that I swear would fit Harry and Hermione perfectly. It's just the way they reinterpret the song itself and the, the changes in instruments, mm. it really is so well done. The, I mean, I from everything I know about that song it does sound as though it's really good and whatever I'm just really put off it by the soundtrack that it originally came from and that whole thing um that just puts me off all sorts of music to be honest that's fair and that's kind of why I've I've been leaning to these there, there may be a song that I think lyrically or musically may fit them but i don't believe that the current instrumentation really works and that's kind of what draws me to these you know more instrumental cello based covers as i can get the tone i want and then the lyrics themselves Mm. aren't necessarily big factors yeah i mean to be fair there was um going back to what i was saying about songs that just fit harry on his own how about i'm still standing by elton john actually i think that's a little too happy for him but yeah no, i know i i see where you're going with it um the other one actually i found through the a combination of the vlog brothers and um a vlog brothers produced adaptation of pride and prejudice called uh, the lizzie bennett diaries which is really good you should check it out but yes. um they would sorry you were saying no no i was agreeing um, I, it was really big a few years ago and then it seems to have completely disappeared and nobody's heard of it so I don't know why that is but hey um, but yeah they were doing a 
while they were promoting something like The Fault in Our Stars, um, they ended up doing a reading with the two main leads from the Lizzie Bennet Diaries. And they also had a performance from The Mountain Goats, um, and it's a song called This Year. And um, the chorus goes, I'm going to make it through this year if it kills me. And there's various other bits in there that I just think fit Harry so well. It's actually slightly, I was going to say ironic in a way. Um, but yeah, that, that was one that immediately jumped to mind, to be honest. Uh, the other one I've got here, and I, I don't know if this applies mostly to the relationship itself or if it's mainly because in the fic that I'm writing, I've got a very specific scene in my head regarding mm. this song. So it, it, I, it I, I may be a little slanted, and I'm not even a big fan of this singer, but Ed Sheeran's perfect. No, I completely agree with you. The thing is, I like Ed Sheeran anyway. Um, he's actually... Um, I think his Multiply album, he's got a live cover that he did of The Parting Glass live at Wembley. And it just reminds me personally that, oh, God, he's got a set of pipes on him. And yes, yeah, he can actually sing. The man actually has pipes. And it, I, it's, I don't dislike him per se. It's just his tone and, and intonation is not typically where I go musically. But for some reason, that song just hits. Yes, there's actually. Have you have you looked through my Spotify and go? Oh God, really? There's another one here. It's an older one. Actually, I, go ahead. No, I was just going to say there's actually one that I haven't listened to for ages. But actually, now that I think about it, would fit. Is um, there's a band called Westlife who was really big about God about twenty years ago now. Uh, um, and once they split, um, one of the singers, a guy called Shane Filan, did a song called "Knee Deep in My Heart," which was released as a single. And now that I think on it, that one actually quite works as well. There's there's one that I just it just kind of clicked in my head, and I'm sitting here staring at it on my phone, and I can't believe that I didn't think about it until now. It's mm. a classic rock song, uh, Van Morrison, "Brown Eyed Girl." Yes! Oh my god, now you've said it, I can't believe I didn't think of it. Right? Like, I'm sitting here looking at it and I'm like, how in the hell did I not put that together? <laughs> uh, no, I'm absolutely with you on that one. Now you've said it. Um, I have to say, I wouldn't necessarily class it as rock, but yes, okay, point taken. I, I think um, it's more that the, the genre, the, the overarching genre that <laughs> Van Morrison was in. Was... Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not exactly his typical. It was a, a genre bender for him. This is going to be just a lot of us scrolling through our various playlists. Yeah, well, I was going to say there was... Actually, there was one that I put in the uh, videos and music um, channel on the cord the other day. Uh, oh, beginning of the month. Oops. Um, when You Say Nothing At All by Ronan Keating or anybody else. Ooh, good one. Because the smile on your face lets me know that you need me. There's a truth in your eyes saying you'll never leave me. The touch of your hand says you'll catch me whenever I fall. <clears throat> Can't think of anybody who fits that. Yeah, that's definitely kind of outside the, <laughs> the, the the paradigm, isn't it? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. Another one I've got here is uh, at the beginning from the... Anastasia soundtrack. It's by uh, Richard Marks and uh, 
Donald Lewis. Oh yeah, I um yeah. I mean, are we talking the actual animated film, or are we talking the musical? Uh the the animated film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, now you've said that again. I'm. Oh, actually. Uh oh. There's um, as I was scrolling through my Spotify, uh, a thousand years. Uh, but the version I'm thinking of is uh, by Kurt Schneider and um, various other people. Um, I think Lindsay Sterling did the violin for it. There's actually a version I like of that. It's done by um, the piano guys. It's a, it's a mm. hello and piano cover. I think it hits perfectly for them. And that's, I tend to favor more instrumental stuff. Again, one, because I'm an orc dork. I played violin for seven years right. but also it i i feel like there's a certain emotional resonance in some of those deeper strings that doesn't always come through mm. in your modern you know pop music well this is why i was thinking actually the, the uh, it's sung by somebody called amy Prahl, but you've got lindsey sterling on the violin with it as well and it's just like oh my god yes that hit um so yeah, no, I do absolutely agree with you on that one. This one, I, I think it's, one, I think the timing of, of the, the actual song kind of fits perfectly for them, but also this, it's a very specific scenario, but in a world where <clears throat> Harry and Hermione aren't together, mm. uh, Jesse's Girl by Rick Springfield. Yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, I always found the lyrics on, lyrics on that one slightly dodgy is not quite the word, but if you listen to them and you're thinking, well, yeah, I can see exactly why Jesse's girl didn't go for you, but yeah, actually now you've... There's, there's a certain t- uh, amount of teenage boy mentality that you have to bring to that song in order to see how it would fit. <laughs> yeah, funnily enough, I've got a slight issue with that. Um, actually, speaking of Van Morrison as we were, Moondance. Ooh, good one. Very ooh. Good, yeah, ooh. That's... <laughs> I'm gonna have to write um, that one down. Uh, oh, God. Yes. Sorry, I'm just going through my Spotify, and um, there's a version that somebody did um, a few years back at the Royal Edinburgh Military Tattoo. Um of a song called Wild Mountain Time, uh, but they um, mashed it together with a few other things. Um, and that particular version, if I'm in the wrong mood, can just send me into tears. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can... But I can the Wild Mountain Time itself is actually, um, I think, a good one for Harry and Hermione. I think there's another version of um, Moondance that also works. It's a cover from the movie August Rush. Oh, is that the one with um, Jonathan Reese Mayers? Yes. The the movie that made me no, hate... No, of it never Williams actually... Played. That made you hate who? It Robin Williams in that movie plays... He's so good at playing a villain that I walked out of that movie actually like hating Robin Williams for like two weeks. I was like, no, I, I can't forgive him for being that good in that role because he was evil. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh. Actually, speaking of 
covers of songs. Um, are you aware of the Proclaimers? Oh yeah. You know they did a musical film based on their music called Sunshine on Leith. Yeah. The version from that film of Five Hundred Miles. Ooh, damn! Yeah, that's a good one. Um, oh god, I've just managed to impress myself with one. Don't speak by no doubt. Damn. Now that I'm just going through the lyrics in my head, I'm like, that. Damn. Double damn. Exactly. Um, here's another one that I've, for some reason, I've always. This song has just been in my head whenever I think about harmony. I don't know, really know why, but uh, mm-hmm. "Accidentally in Love" by The Counting Crows. Yes, wasn't that from like Shrek Two or something? I think. Originally. I, I think so. I don't remember. I, I've always been a Counting Crows fan, so I've had that song on my phone like forever. I've got one I'm wondering about, but I don't know if it does fit. Um, there's a British country Americana type group called the Shires. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they've done things like South by Southwest and the um, BBC um, Country Festival and various other bits. Um, and they've got a song called State Lines, uh, which I think might fit, but I'm not sure. Sorry, I'm just scrolling through my phone again because there's one I'm looking for and I can't remember who sings it. So I'm like, where? Where's the album art? I'll know it when I find the album art. <laughs> Why not just search for the lyrics on Google? Well, because then I would have to actually type stuff instead of just mindlessly scrolling through my phone. Damn it, Lauren. Stop making sense. <laughs> um, actually, what about Angel oh, by Sarah McLachlan? If you're going for angst. You know, I, I can see it, but also I have a really hard time separating that from you know, ASPCA commercials. <laughs> Where it's just like, okay, like, like here's a bunch of sad animals and Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, so as much as I love that song, um, no, actually, I mostly, um, I'm mostly, oh god, actually, I've just had a bad idea. Uh oh, um, that usually means it's a good one. Toy Story 2. When She Loved Me from Toy Story 2, which was also sung by Sarah McLaughlin. Oh. Oh. Right in the feels. Exactly. Like I said, bad idea. There is a cover of uh, Can't Help Falling in Love that was done by uh, Pentatonix, and I swear that is Hermione walking down the aisle. Oh, I went through a period of trying to find all sorts of covers um, and I've got all sorts of covers of Can't Help Falling in Love. Um, what I find interesting that is that for me personally, I prefer female voices on that as opposed to guys. Although surprisingly, Rick Astley does quite a good version. Rick Astley does do a good version. I, I really like the, um, the Pentatonix version just because they they changed the instrumentation just enough to where it has this more of kind of a choral mm. round feel to it, as opposed to just your straight ballad. So it's got kind of this yeah, I mean, orchestral surge behind it. Yeah. Uh, well, that's why Il, D- um, Il Devo is a good-ish version, but it's blokes. So, um, But the Kia Granis version that they used on Crazy Rich Asians is gorgeous, actually. 
That is a good one. Uh, I'm going to go full 80s kid here and uh, say the uh, the Glory of Love by Peter Cetera. It's the, the love theme from Karate Kid 2. Right. Okay. Oh, I'd forgotten about Ingrid Mickelson's version of Can't Help Falling in Love. Speaking of, I think, 80s or maybe 70s, John Denver, Annie's song. Hmm. You fill up my senses. That's oh, a... like a night in the forest. No, it That's started a... off in the wrong key there, but you know, point taken. I mean, I, I typically I do have kind of like a mental block around John Denver, but no, I think that, yeah, that one works. Here's a, a, a flip side to your angst one. So this one's definitely more Harry centered angst, but um, Bill Weathers ain't no sunshine. Oh, God. Yes. Actually, if you're going to do a triumphant... Speaking of the... I was going to say Antichrist. That's not what I mean. Antithesis, even. <laughs> Antichrist. <laughs> to, that, um, would be, that would be Ron Miney. Well, true. But um, how about Muse's version of Feeling Good? Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's that's a good one. Either that or the Buble version. Buble does a very good version. Um, Nick Lachey's What's Left of Me. I have a bit of a block on Nick Jay ever since he and Jessica Simpson did that reality show. That, um, that's fair. I, I definitely followed his side of that more often because, you know, he actually was entertaining and Jessica Simpson was just dumb. Well, I didn't, I sort of didn't follow it at all because I'm this side of the pond and therefore I didn't really get the only reason I even really think of Nick Lachey is that he was on an episode of Celebrity Jeopardy and he had the funniest Final Jeopardy answer that still stuck with me to this day. And okay. I mean, bear in mind, I know nothing about Je- Jeopardy, but go on. The quiz show. And he is he's playing the game and he's not doing very well at all. And they're playing for charity and it comes to Final Jeopardy, he He's supposed to wager and, and, and see what he wins. And he, he just writes down, what is I'm playing for charity? <laughs> and it was just hilarious. And I'm like, all right, that's that's stuck in my head now. Fair enough. Um, you remember the film Stardust? Yes. With, you know, baby Do you remember the scene the... Charlie Cox? Yes. Uh, I'd forgotten Henry Cavill was in it. I was actually thinking more um, Baby Sienna Miller, or not so Baby Sienna Miller, and Michelle Pfeiffer and people. Um, But yes, um, the theme from that, Rule the World by Take That. Oh. Yeah, that's a good one. There is a song, did you ever see, it was the the Amazing Spider-Man 2 which, granted, wasn't a great film, but there's a song on there. Is that there... one Jamie Fox in, I think? Yeah. Right, I have not seen it, but I am aware of it vaguely. There's a song in there called Song for Zula. It's by um, Phosphorescent. I think that one would work perfectly. Okay, don't know that one. Um, one that actually has just occurred to me slightly... More as a Harry one than a um, than a harmony one, but um, "Tub Thumping" by Chumbawamba. 
Oh my god. <laughs> I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never gonna keep me down. <laughs> that's oh wow, that's in my head now. That's 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 there. Um there's a movie called it was a late nineties movie with Tom Hanks called That Thing You Do. With Tyler, uh, about uh, some boy band thing. Yes, yes. Um, there are so many... Steve Zahn, isn't Steve Zahn in that? And the only reason I know who he is is because his wife is a romance writer I read. Yes. <laughs> Steve Zahn's in it, Liv Tyler. Um, but there are so many songs from that soundtrack that I think that would work. That mm. I, I, I'm just really going to say, listen to that soundtrack and you'll see which ones I'm talking about. Well, let's face it, I need to watch the film first, but, you know. Well, honestly, the soundtrack basically tells the story of the film. Uh, music in that movie is just as much of a character as anyone el- as anyone else. Oh, Charlie Theron is in it as well. Oh, yeah. Apparently. Yeah, baby Charlie's there. Oh, wow. Um, there's well, another- so Giovanni Ribisi. Very baby Giovanni Ribisi. Damn, that was yeah, that was right around the t- same time he was on Friends. You're right. Oof. Um, I think this is the point I should, which I should probably point out. I've never seen a full episode of Friends. Ah, don't worry, it's not a great show. It's I grew up with it, so there's a certain amount of sentimental attachment. Um, oh, actually, speaking of angst and considering canon, there is a Scottish folk rock. Um, or Gaelic rock band called Rumrig, uh, who I absolutely love. I grew up with them. My dad's a big fan. Um, and they've got a song called One Thing. Um, and it starts, walk out the door, your eyes filled with tears, or stay and confront me and face all our fears. What cares the world when we're all dead and gone? Or some variation thereof. And it's just gorgeous. It really is. Actually, there's a few Rumwig songs that could apply, but um, a lot of them are off the, the new album as opposed to the Stamping Ground. Um, but I think people should just listen to Rumwig and see which ones I'm talking about, as you say. Oh, man, where is it? Sorry, now I'm like scrolling through my iTunes library <laughs> trying to find songs. Oh, what about I'm a Believer by the Monkees? That's a little more. I saw her face. Now I'm a believer. L- lyrically, I think you're, you're dead on. I think musically, it's a little too high energy for them. Well, it's true, but just... And we've got to think up... Most of the ones that we're coming up with are quite sort of sad and or chill and things. And well, they do deserve also, some high energy stuff. Well, no, and that's where, like, you know, accidentally in love comes in. Like, I think there are certain thresholds for energy for them that I think work, but... Mm. they have a naturally more mature relationship and they're in very tense circumstances. So I I think that there's, there's a certain amount of, you know, factored in angst that needs to be resonant in their relationship. I've just had an idea. I just need to listen to it a bit just to remind myself if it's a good idea or not. Now there's one here and I'm, I'm totally going to just like roast myself there's one particular movie that I am basically honor bound to watch anytime I see it's on television and it like freaking 
breaks my heart every single time and i cry like a girly man um it's the movie a walk to remember and there's a song in that called only hope it's uh done by mandy moore oh god to be fair who's also got a set of pipes on her oh yeah no she she definitely can sing but just that movie automatically just it, it pulls on all my angst levers and that song right okay so that's one for me not to watch basically because i only have so much tolerance for angst um and shane i've just gone completely blank on his name um went on to be in er and various other things yes yes another his name now uh, another one that's got i think the right amount of energy for them uh but breathless by the course Oh, I love the cause. Just, um, yeah, their version, um, their version of Dreams was actually the first Fleetwood Mac song I ever heard. Ooh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Um, um, here's an early two thousands angsty pop song, but uh, Evan and Jaren, "Crazy for This Girl." That didn't make it over here, actually. Oh, check it uh, out. It's definitely got oh, that. Oh, Maroon Five. Speaking of early two thousands, Maroon Five. She will be loved. Oh yes. Ooh, photographed by Ed Sheeran. That's another good one. You're gonna think I'm crazy with this, but this is a song I've always, always kind of st- stuck with Hermione, and it's it's literally a song from a Disney film. Yeah, I'm probably not going to think you're crazy, but come on. Okay, the movie Hercules won't say i'm in love okay no i kind of get you i was actually thinking if you were gonna go disney i was thinking um bell from beauty and the beast oh well that's just Uh, obvious (laughs) well yes but you know um oh god now i've got that stuck in my head come on um there's also actually there's a um band called Lawson and they did a song called Roads which is now I'm wondering if that might work that's a good one but, I know there's a did you ever watch the show Chuck yeah partially I keep on coming back to it mostly because I've been watching too many nerd HQs um, it's such but, a good hey. show and they were robbed with only having able to do five seasons but there's a song in yeah the- but they kept on having to revive it didn't they that's because like, we don't want to go into what NBC does with shows. I'm just going to, we're going to sidestep. Well, who's worse, NBC or Fox? Yeah, at least, at least NBC airs their shows in the correct order. I'm, I'm never going to forget Fox for what they did to Firefly. Okay. <laughs> There's a song in the very last scene in the very last episode of Chuck called Rivers and Roads. I, for the life of me, I can't remember who did it, but that song just works. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, actually, wherever you will go. See, I have a hard time putting that with. But Harry not Hopkins. the who. Um, I want to say Huberstank. I don't mean Huberstank. I mean the calling. The calling. Not their version, but the Charlene Soraya version. That's that's a good one. I just that song for me will forever be stuck with Smallville because of the way it was used so perfectly in their second episode. I'm like, I, I have a hard time okay. just forcing that in my head. <laughs> oh, actually, one I got from Tumblr, believe it or not, um, 
I can't remember whether it was for Harmony or for another ship, but it still fits. Angel with a Shotgun by The Cab. Huh, I'll have to go back and listen to that one. I'm an angel with a shotgun. Oh god, I can't think of the lyrics now. My brain's gone. Um, I would. Some, speaking of song fic, it's not necessarily harmony, but I harmony. But I would like to see somebody do it. Do you hear the people sing from Les Mis? Ooh. Oh yeah, I can see that. Um, oh, actually, speak. Speak of angst. What hurts the most by Rascal Flatts? Oh. Oh, just rips out heart. Um, well, I was gonna say if you didn't do that, there's a song called "When You Love Someone" by James T. W. That um, that one does work as well. Uh, "Because of You" by Kelly Clarkson. Oh God, I was trying not to do that one. Um, but, it, but it's so good. It hurt. It hurts so good. If you're going like that, "Treat You Better" by Shawn Mendes. Oh damn it. See, now we're just going to try to hurt each other. That's what this is. <laughs> um, huh, I've just... Oh, God, I've just had an idea. This is possibly a bad idea. Uh-oh. I'm just having to listen to it slightly first. There is a version of uh, Anna Nalick's, uh Breathe. It's, it's from the Grey's Anatomy musical episode. Right. The way that they down key that song musically just works i mean the singing's not great obviously because it's actors who have never really sung before so there's a certain amount of Mm. you know yeah but that's a bit like the buffy thing where the actors can sing a bit but they're not exactly professionals but it works better in terms of yeah because they're because they're not singing perfectly there's a little more character that comes through so it definitely hits Mm. those dramatic notes and I, I really feel like the way that they do that song works so well. Um, oh, What I Did for Love um, by David Guetta featuring Emily Sanday. Ooh. That, that was the one I was trying to listen to a bit. I've got a uh, an angsty, hairy one here. Uh, Human by a Rag and Bone Man. Oh, God, no. Why did you do that to me? Um, because Harry's suffering and so should we <laughs> oh my god I've just thought of a terrible idea um, have you heard of the beautiful south yeah don't marry her damn it <laughs> or why does it rain on me by Travis sorry why does it always rain on me by Travis oh damn it <laughs> Ah, here's another angsty 90s one. Um, I want to spend my lifetime loving you. It's from the uh, Mask of Zorro soundtrack. I want to say it's Enrique Iglesias and somebody else. I can't remember. Oh, nice. Oh, God, speaking of angst in a way, Brian Adams, everything I do, I do it for you. Oh, that's just... Like, yeah, but it, it hurts me, and I don't want to give it to you, but I'm going to. Um, oh, there's ah. a British band called Ward Thomas, and they did a song called Carry You Home. Nice. 
So lyrics go, I'll be there to carry you home when you're on your own so scared. Uh, I can't think of the lyrics now, but yeah. Okay. I'm going to posit a situation for you because I'm trying to break your feelings. Oh, God, no. Um, yeah. Can, if, Imagine the scene. Bad idea this. It's, it's, oh, God. It's the whole I'll go with you scene. Right? Uh, Let me go by three doors down. Oh, I don't remember it that well, but yes. Oh, you. Oh. <laughs> Feel my pain. Feel my pain. Here's a slightly off the wall one because I can't remember. For some reason, I think it's a good idea, but I can't remember why. Never Be the Same Again by Mel C and Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Ooh, good one. Here's another uh, Chuck one, but it's actually the main th- the main theme. Uh, Short Skirt, Long Jacket by Cake. Nice. Um, actually, considering how much time they spend in Scotland, um, there's a couple of different versions I might suggest, but Caledonia. Um, I was thinking specifically by Amy MacDonald, but Perla Nutini's version is pretty good as well. Okay. Um, I got two from Shinedown for you. One of which is, uh, let's see here, uh, Second Chance and the other one being uh, Call Me, both from their Sound of Madness album. Okay, I don't know them. Um, There's one I keep on coming back to and I don't think it applies, but something I keep on coming back to it, mostly because I just love this version. Um, Okay. She she's always a woman by Fife Dangerfield. Ooh, yeah, I can see that. I I, I think it's very, like I said. I'm not sure it applies to harmony, but just I like that version. I, I think it's very circumstance dependent. Mm. I can see where you're going. But yeah, I just love that. I actually prefer that version to the Billy Joel. So don't at me. I. Uh, I don't think anybody has room to judge right now. Uh, for the life of me, I cannot remember who sings this, but uh, Open to Me, it's from the Terminator 3 soundtrack, of all things. Okay. Um, oh, again, circumstance dependent. Me and My Broken Heart by Rixton. Oh. Um, it's cliche as all hell. Oh. What makes you beautiful by One Direction. Mm, yeah, yeah, maybe. Oh, speaking of circumstance dependent, um, Moonlight Shadow by Mike Oldfield. Ooh, good one. Uh, um, crazily enough, another One Direction one, but it's a cover done by the piano guys. The cover of Story of My Life. Okay, look, that'll accept. Look, but seriously, <laughs> look up the piano guys' cover of it. It is so well done. They all, it's it's mm. solid piano and percussion. It's amazing. Actually, Kelly Clarkson's live version of Beautiful Disaster. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, you're hard-pressed to find a Kelly Clarkson song that I won't like just because in my angsty... Well, Kelly Clarkson is awesome. We know this. In my um, angsty teenage years, I, that was the soundtrack of my unrequited love for various people. Fair enough. Um, this would have to be an AU, but I think it's just an awesome song. Um, and I just wanted to mention it. Um, Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues and Kirsty McCall. Hmm. I like that one. 
this one is specifically for Harry. Mm. Uh, carry on my wayward son. Oh yeah, supernatural. <clears throat> yeah, I I know supernatural has kind of laid claim to that song now, but just lyrically, it works for Harry. Ooh, speaking of feels. That's what we've been doing this if entire. If there's episode. any. If there's any justice by Lamar. Ooh. Um, or actually, I don't uh, don't want to know by Maroon Five and Kendrick Lamar. That I will definitely give you. Um, it's it's got the the heroic vibe going for it, but uh, I'd come for you by Nickelback on their Dark Horse album. Okay. Like one of the um, three good songs on that album. Let's face it, Hermione theme, full stop. Run the World by Beyonce. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, nope, definitely. (laughs) Um, This is a bit of a Dark Horse Harry one, actually. Um, Status quo, in the army now. Huh. Interesting. I'm just going through my Spotify. Quite a lot of this is my dad is to blame for. Um, and I will say now he has jokingly offered to come on the show, but I think that would just be awkward. <laughs> hey, I'm 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 always for awkward interactions on your behalf because I get to record it and sit here and laugh behind the mic. Fine. I got two um, songs: uh, "Crazy Little Thing Called Love" and "Somebody to Love." Yes. Um, actually, what about uh, we were talking about Disney earlier? Once Upon a Dream from Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, I think that could work. I, th- I think that's, with the amount of kind of fairy tale energy that brings, that's definitely, I would say, younger harmony. Mm. There's the very obvious but still very fun, Kiss the Girl from The Little Mermaid. Oh, that that's that's a no-brainer. Like, fucking duh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but still. Ooh! I hadn't seen... I've just got two that I hadn't really thought of, but actually do really apply. What you got? If I didn't have you from Monsters, Inc. Okay. Or You've Got a Friend in Me. Yeah, I feel like You've Got a Friend in Me works better in terms of canon harmony. Mm. Uh, can I just like go ahead and say like the entire soundtrack of Moulin Rouge? <laughs> yeah. But specifically, Actually, I've just, somewhat may. <laughs> God, speaking of hitting me straight in the feels, yes. Um, also, your song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a- absolutely. But, like, just, we're going to um, stomp each other's feels here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've just thought of a couple of script songs, actually. Um, Break Even, The Man Who Can't Be Moved, and For the First Time. And also, Somewhere Only We Know by Key. Nice. The, um, okay, so it's the, it's the mashup song from uh, Pitch Perfect. It's uh, Just the Way You Are and Just a Dream. Oh, of course. Um, actually, in a weird way, and I, um, I don't know if you remember, uh, oh no, it wouldn't have been on American radio. Um, not long after David Bowie died, um, Rick, Ma- Rick 
Wakeman of Yes and various other bands came in and did a piano cover of um, Life on Mars and it oh. went viral and he ended up recording it and um, donating the money to charity um, and he ended up doing an entire piano cover album. Um, I can't remember if it was Life on Mars or Space Oddity but one of those. Um, and on that album he did a piano version of I Vow to Thee My Country which is kind of Harry all over I think. Yeah. Let's see here. Um, it's a pentatonics cover, but also uh, the the Brooklyn duo, the one I talked about earlier, both of their cover versions work, but uh, their cover of Shallow. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, speaking of Harmony AU, well, sort of canon, sort of AU, um, Leaving on the Jet Plane, by John Denver and Peter Paul and Mary. Ooh. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You got me there. Oh, speaking of too many feels for many, many reasons. Um, the track Doomsday from the episode Doomsday from the first David Tennant series of Doctor Who. Oh, that's not even fair. That that's just why 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 what why did I piss you off so bad <laughs> to deserve that? Um, again, the Brooklyn duo, I'm seriously, I'm going to keep pitching them because I love, I love their work. Uh, they have a mm -hmm. cover of River Flows in You. That is perfect. Okay, I'm not sure I know the original song. Uh, it's a cello and piano cover. It's, it's a cello and piano song in and of itself, but their oh, rendition right. of it just works. I'll, I'll send it to you in the... Yeah, the yeah. Later. I was going to say, there's a few I... We might just want to exchange Spotify like liked playlists, to be honest. But yeah, I, I think that um, after this episode, I'm going to pull together a Spotify playlist that's pretty much every song we've listed and put it in the show notes. So, uh, actually, the one that I keep on coming back to, and I'm not quite sure why, um, Need You Now by The Now Lady A. Okay. I don't know why I keep on coming back to it, but I do. I, I can I can see it. Um, mostly musically, I can see it, but no, I'm with you there. Mm. Oh, God. Speaking of feels and dying off them. Um, Into the West by Annie Lennox. Okay. Do you All know right. what film that's from? No, I, I, I got you. And it's just, if I'm in the wrong mood, that I'm just gone. Okay, I'm going to pitch this one. One, because it's circumstance depending. Two, it's also the moment from this movie that I just, I fell in love with the film because it was exactly what it needed to be. Frozen 2, Lost in the Woods. Haven't, I'm, I haven't seen either of the Frozen films. I saw the first part of it, but okay. I was on a bus on the way back with a whole load of teenagers. I'm going to pitch this because it, they did not shy away from what that song, from what that whole moment in the film was supposed to be. It's basically a Pixar animated Brian Adams music video. It is so good. Oh my god! Just get on YouTube, pull it up, and then. And then you don't mean Pixar. You mean Disney. Uh, Disney owns Pixar. Well, true, but Frozen itself is from the Disney brand, not the Pixar brand. And did they still? I didn't think they did. Or yeah, they brought no, it back. Um, they Disney still owns Pixar, but part of Pixar broke off 
uh, and most went to uh, ILM. So it's right. kind of like okay. they're operating under the same. St- it's weird, but it was Pixar animated, but it was done by their in-house Pixar team and not the outsourced team. It's weird. I don't know. Disney owns so much shit nowadays. Well, yeah, but um, Here Comes the Sun by Nina Simone. Huh. There we go. Um, All right. Let's. I know we can keep going forever. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Let's get our final ones in there. Um, I just, I have too many. I have too, too many. Um, actually, what about the, I believe in a thing called love by the darkness. That could work. Oh God. Here, but, uh, Maroon 5, this love. Yes. Um, very angsty. Um, I hope you dance by either Ronan Keating or Leanne Womack. Oh, Okay, yeah, my feels can't take it anymore. Thank you. Except I got one more <laughs> because I, I live oh. on, on pain. Uh, Before It's Too Late by the Goo Goo Dolls. Nice. Speaking of making you feel pain, make you feel my love by Adele. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I'm not deliberately one-upping you. I'm just... Deliberately one-upping actually- me? Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I accidentally one upping you actually. All uh, of me uh, by John Legend. So yeah. All of me by John Legend, I think is a pretty I I'm I think what we need to do is have a proper look through our playlists and then we record this because <laughs> we're just finding too many good things. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull together a playlist of all these songs and, and put it with the show notes. That way yeah. everyone actually listening can can feel our pain yeah another one may it be by enya okay i don't like you anymore <laughs> yeah and i'm i'm gonna do a shame actually this i was just looking through um just for fun and i want to see um a harry and hermione oceans con style fic um the Self-Preservation Society from the original Italian job. Okay. It's funny that you said Ocean Style because there's so many tracks from the Ocean's 12 soundtrack that I think could actually work for them, but they're just instrumental. Mm. Last um, one here, um, I, and I'm going to do a shameless plug because that's the kind of person I am, but actually the theme for this show that was done by a composer named James O'Dell. Uh, the track is called Imperfect Harmony. <laughs> In that case, I think I will leave it there because I'm just finding too many more and we will end up being too, too, too long, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. So I, I think that Lauren and I are, are, are basically tied despite the fact that she has crushed my feels immeasurably. Um, but Hey, you asked for my recommendations. It's your own fault. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gang. That pretty much wraps us up for this month's episode. Tune in next time where we're going to start having more interviews with uh, some of the more notable Harmony Fic writers. So stay tuned. Books and Brooms is a HMS Harmony production released in association with Hall of Justice. Music and themes by James O'Dell. Books and Brooms is a fan experience not intended to infringe upon existing trademarks. All works are the property of their original creators. 
Harry Potter, created by J.K. Rowling. Wizarding World characters and associated media are copyright of Warner Brothers Entertainment, all rights reserved.